It's another episode of the Hammer High School Sports Podcast. I'm Jared Jesselitis. Thank you for being here with us today. We circle around the county and talk football. We start with Shane Fry, head coach of the Westside Red Devils. Uh, they pick up their first win on the season at home at Gordon Straley Field against the McCutcheon Mavericks, a team that kept it close early on there. And then, uh, you know, Shane Fry, one of the best in the area at making adjustments at halftime, and he, and he did that again. So, Coach, can you talk a little bit about those adjustments you made? Yeah, I, I mean, they're they're a good football team. They're big and strong. Um, they don't have a ton of experience, which that's kind of what happens out there because, uh, you know, they play a lot of seniors. And, you know, all those seniors graduate, and it takes the, the guys, the new guys, a little while to get up to speed. Um, but I think they're going to end up being a really strong football team. Um, they came out with a good, good game plan. Uh, you know, they kind of dared us to run it, and uh, even more so they kind of dared – uh, Kyle Adams to to run it in our in our zone read game and uh, you know we we started taking what they gave us instead of trying to force things and and it worked out much better for us in the second half. You know you talk about Kyle and uh, obviously one of the best passers in the state of Indiana, very prolific. Uh, but it seems like these uh, first couple of games that he's had uh, some issues in the red zone, maybe with some interceptions here and there. Um, is that just a byproduct of uh, the way he plays being aggressive? Have you had to talk to him about maybe, I mean, obviously you'd like him to be uh, smarter with the ball. Hindsight's always twenty twenty with that stuff. But do you kind of have to work with him on uh, that specific aspect and, and maybe down, uh, dial down the aggressiveness a little bit? Uh, yeah, he, he just needs to, to have a better idea of when he can be aggressive and, and when he can't. And he knows, um, you know, you can't fault a kid for trying to make a play. Um, but, but he knows the situations we're in. He's going to get better every game. Um, you know, he, he, last year was his first year starting and, and he made some of the same mistakes and, and now we're getting back up to it when you get challenged down there in the red zone. And, you know, when you have all the confidence in the world that you can squeeze any ball in anywhere that sometimes bites you, um, you know, I, I would never know that. I didn't have that kind of confidence when I was in high school. I was going to say, you never threw interceptions, <laughs> I thought, was the thing there. You never threw an interception. Can't remember one of them. No, but, uh, yeah, you can't you can't get on a kid too hard for trying to make a play. He just, uh, you know, and he's he's going to improve, and he's, and he's hungry to improve, and he knows as soon as, uh, you know, the one throw was just kind of off and the other one was a bad decision uh, Friday night, and it, I didn't even have to tell him that. He knows, and, and we'll get better. Uh, I thought your defense, too, played really well, especially in that second half. Uh, Mason Douglas is, uh, I'm not sure that he's a quarterback. He's more like, I think he's still playing linebacker back there and just miss like hitting things. And I mean, he was very physical with you guys. Uh, but I, I think your defense did a fantastic job last week against him. He, he's a good high school football player, whatever position they have him in. Um, you know, I thought he threw a really nice ball and mm-hmm. for, you know, really only what's it, his second start ever. Um, I just think he's going to continue to improve and, and, you know, he knows he can run it. We we knew he could run it, and we did a pretty good job. Um, you know, that was that was pretty much our focus was the quarterback, and uh, he got a few passes in there on us, and I think he had a couple decent gains with his feet, the one the one scoring t- uh, play in the second half. Um, but again, that that's going to make us better when we see an athlete like that playing quarterback. Uh, he won't be the last one we see this year, um, so you know we'll have to continue to improve, and and that's a good test for us. Now this week, I know uh, Hamilton Heights, they're, they're an 0-2 squad, but uh, that doesn't mean that uh, they're not good. What have you seen from them on film so far? Definite improvement from last season. Um, you know, I think uh, their quarterback situation last year was kind of up in the air. I think they had an injury, and they, they didn't really know. So this guy's got a year under his belt that's coming in, and, and that's the first thing that popped out, just much, much better quarterback play. And, you know, as you know, uh, quarterback can, is a is a big difference maker, and that can kind of make your team go if you can get some offense going. 
uh, kind of lights up your whole team and, and gets them going. So uh, from from the quarterback position, they're they're much better. And you know, it's year two uh, under Coach Kirchner for them, and you can see the improvement. Uh, they've got numbers, they they've got athletes, uh, and they're just going to continue to improve. You know, they are a, a possible sectional opponent for you guys as well. I, I know there's benefits, and, and I know there's some possibly some drawbacks to it too. Uh, this early in the season, though, do you feel like you have to, I mean, do, do you like to hold anything back? Maybe give them something a little bit different to think about? I mean, does the chess match kind of start here uh, with sectional play already in week three? It, no, not really. Um, you know, what it comes down to is, you know, our defense has to stop them, whatever whatever they do. Um, you know, so we have to figure out a way to, to get them stopped. And on offense, uh, we will always do what they allow us to do. So if if they decide to if we play them in the sectional and they decide to play us differently, then then we're going to have to react and and play a little differently. But we're we're not hiding anything. Uh, week three, if you know, actually there there's a chance if we both ended up in the same place in the Hoosier Conference, we could play them week nine also. Um, so that and that would be a tough deal if if you you know maybe drew a team in the first round of the sectional and you had to play them week nine and then week ten, uh, but you know hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, what are a couple of things that you need to see out of your team this week? Uh, maybe that you need to improve upon from uh, last week's game hosting McCutcheon. Yeah, I, offensively you already touched on it. We've had some red zone troubles. Um, you know we were five of seven in the red zone last week. Uh, our, our two um, times we couldn't convert, uh, we turned it over both times. Uh, right now, speaking of turnovers, uh, we've got to get much better. I think we're getting better at taking the ball away. Um, however, we keep giving it away. So our our plus-minus ratio is uh, still still minus two on the season. We definitely like to see us win the turnover battle. So you know, continue to get the takeaways on defense and protect the ball on offense. Maybe the uh, PAT team a little bit as well. It seemed like you guys had some problems on some of the snaps to the hold. Yeah. Yep. Our uh, we've been switching our centers around a little bit. Um, we, we've got an uh, injury with our starting center, so we're trying to work some some guys back in there. And you know, uh, the second they have the shotgun snap down, then then all of a sudden that that seven yard snap is a little different. But they're getting plenty of reps at it, and uh, they'll be better this week. Red Devils will be taking on Hamilton Heights at home for week three. Let's head on over to Central Catholic. Well, they'll spend the third straight week on the road. Going back to last week, Coach Nay, and that battle for the Bishop's Cannon at uh, Garen Catholic, seems like you guys kept it real close there at the half. The two-way players, is it starting to take its toll on you guys? Do you feel like you ran out of gas towards the end? Yeah, I mean, I felt like uh, we came in and, and, and played much better. Um yeah, definitely much better offensively. Um, I think the the fifty spot is a little uh, is a little misleading. Uh, special teams, we put the ball on the ground twice on on kickoff return, including the uh, the opening kickoff. Um, kind of put our defense in a bind. We put you know in five turnovers. You know it's it's going to be tough to it's going to be tough to overcome that. Uh, anytime you you make you make those kind of mistakes. Uh, put our de- we put our defense in in bad situations five times. Um, they were able to they were able to get the ball back for us without uh, you know without anything hurt three of those five times. Which I you know I I commend Coach Gooden and, and his boys for uh, for being able to do that. But yeah, um, you know up up seven to nothing at the end of the first, uh, down a score going into halftime. Um, you know we felt really good about where we were at. Um, you know we've got you know we we play you know uh, we play this we play the schedule we gotta we gotta find ways to get more guys on the field I think that was evident uh, late in the third and and all the way through the fourth and their their power running game um, their power running game just kind of wore us out 
again, like we got uh, we got too many two way guys at the moment for for the schedule that we're playing, and we got to find ways to get more guys on the field. Uh, shout out to our JVs; they're undefeated. They're two and zero. They beat Garen last night. Um, you know, we've got to we've got to find some we got to find some kids uh, who are on the cusp and just and, and get them out there and let them figure it out. Um, you know, that's kind of our biggest emphasis is getting more guys on the field for when we play these teams that. You know, Garen has Garen has zero two way guys, um, and you know, Coach Coach Dilly told me, uh, you know, their offensive guys practice only offense, their defensive guys practice only defense, and uh, you know, all of our guys except our quarterbacks have two positions, and uh, you know that that's not excuse making. It is what it is. We got to find we got to find ways to get more guys on the field and get our you know get get all of these two way guys you know time to time to kind of catch their breath and. And, uh, and get their legs back, um, you know, in order to be able to finish some of these games off. Uh, you know, Austin Robinson, it, look, this is the first time I think they've had a returning head coach for, uh, it feels like a while now. I know they've had some turnover with that, but uh, w- when you take a look at the Tigers uh, on tape for the season, I know they've lost to Eastern Hancock, a tough uh, loss to Twin Lakes last week on the road by a, by a touchdown, but what are you seeing out of the Tigers this season? Much improved. Much improved. We saw them. Uh, we saw them for a work night up at Delphi uh, over the summer, and uh, thought they were much improved then. And then what they put on film, um, offensively, they're still trying to find themselves a little bit. Um, but they've got they've got some guys that can make plays. Uh, defensively, they play fast and physical. Um, you know, they're playing a four-two-five. They get their athletes on the field in, in nickel personnel type situations, uh, and I'm sure that's what we'll see with. Uh, you know the way that we spread the field, um, but they got guys that that'll run and hit, very physical, very aggressive. Um, you know, we uh, it kind of goes back to what we said last week. We got to be able to make competitive plays. Um, you know, where on Friday night, you know, open is inches, where in practice it might be feet. Um, but again, just just continue to to improve on on making those competitive plays. And you know, I felt like we took some big steps. Um, last week, offensively, uh, just looking at the looking at the stats, you know, six guys, six different guys caught balls. You know, we had two guys go over 100 yards in receiving. Uh, Daniel Roach and Reese Bushy. Reese had 10 catches um, to to make those 100 yards. So, um, just a lot more a lot more efficiency offensively. But and we're gonna have to continue to make those steps and, and make those competitive plays offensively. Defensively, um, they throw a lot. You know, defensively for us, their offense throws a lot of different looks at us. Um, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna. We're gonna see a lot of different things early, and they're gonna try to find. Uh, they're gonna try to find something that they can continue to go at. Um, and uh, you know, we've got to be, we've got to be sound um, at at every level defensively in, in order to find some success on Friday night. Well, coach, uh, I hope you can start to meet some of these goals here, especially getting some of those uh, young JV guys that uh, opportunity to step up and. Uh, Kind of help spell some of those uh, varsity guys, those leaders you got, so they don't have to play the two ways. Uh, uh, very interesting take on that. Uh, again, uh, they're taking on uh, the uh, Tigers of Northwestern, their third road game in a row to start out that season. Eventually, we'll get you back at home, right, Coach? Yeah, but hey, we're road dogs for now, man. We'll we, we'll embrace it. Hey, who won? Uh, who won the uh, catch of the day or T-shirt from uh, last week? Because I know now now it's getting popular. I'm, I'm not the sole owner of one anymore. It's so not going to keep are. an eye out, huh? You are. You still are. Really? We only give, out, we only give awards out on on wins. So. Okay. All right. Well, you yeah. know, I like a buddy. Can we get a buddy this Gotta week? Let's it. do it. Tell the boys hey. I need a buddy this week. Yeah, we're gonna give it. We're gonna give a hell for you. I'll, I'll let you know who it is. All right. Sounds we, good, Coach. If we're fortunate to go over there and, and, and catch a dub. 
Uh, I got faith in you guys. You guys are going to do it this week. I know this is the breakthrough week, and I'm looking forward to hearing all about it. Coach Brian Nay of the Central Catholic Knights, always appreciate you on the program, buddy. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys, too. Have a great day. With that, let's head back over to the west side where Terry Peebles has his Harrison Raiders rolling. They get their first win of the season at home last week against Culver Academies. Looking very good. The numbers uh, kind of eye-popping, to be honest with you. Just looking down the thing in the time of possession, the amount of yardage given up by that defense, very impressive. And, Coach, it must have felt really good to finally be in back in front of those uh, home fans for the first time uh, since you guys won that sectional. Uh, it was great. We, we had a great atmosphere. Uh, we always have a very good atmosphere. Our, our, our students do a really good job of showing up, and uh, you know our booster club and and Casey Dillon and the youth program. They always put on the show with the fireworks, and and Jed Wilkerson does the uh, does the DJing up up top. So uh, it, it's always a, a fun time to play in front of our home crowd. But it's definitely more fun if you win. Boy, the numbers you sent me for this Culver game from last Friday are kind of mind boggling. I don't. Like I, I understand the score, and, and I'm looking at things, but h- how in the world do you outscore an opponent by that much when they held the ball twice as long as you did? I mean, you essentially held them to like three, what, like three and a half yards per minute of possession that they had. I mean, very impressive stuff. I, I I'm still, uh, it just boggles my mind. I mean, you had to have gone back and looked at them and like, wow, how did we do this if this was, you know, what uh, what they were doing? Do you have the kind of the same reaction looking at the numbers? Uh, a little bit, although I was there to see it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically, what happened is, you know, we uh, we bent a little bit on first or on on defense in the first half, uh, but we didn't break. Uh, they they went on a couple uh, decent drives, uh, but we were able to uh, to do well once we started getting our backs up against the wall. Uh, that you know, and, and that that's really the the whole point of the game. It's not really how many yards you get; it's how many points you score. So. The fact that we held them to three coming off of a, a 55-pointer against Westfield uh, makes me feel good about our prospects and, and you know, j- just the uh, the way the defense is playing better. So, And, of course, uh, your sophomore quarterback, Tyler Canoy, uh, had himself a, another nice night. So who impressed you more, your defense or your offense? Uh, well, in all honesty, I, I, I really expect it from our offense because we've got some pretty good football players. Um, our, our defense, I was, I was very happy because Culver's a, a very good football team. I think John Harrell had us pick to lose that game. Um, the computers, you know, you had to be in a tight game. Uh, but, but to go out there and win by a couple scores uh, was good. And, you know, the, these first three weeks, you know, in a scrimmage, we played against, you know, Karloftis, who's the, the, the best kid in his class in the state of Indiana. And then we played Popeye Williams from Westfield, the sophomore that's already got, you know, multiple uh, – multiple scholarship offers, and then we play against Deontay Craig, who's the number two senior uh, coming out this year going to Iowa. So, you know, we've definitely been tested with the pass rush, and and for the most part, Tyler's been able to stand in there and deliver, and I think right now he's he's leading 5A in touchdown passes, which is is not something you you hear from uh, from a quarterback in our system very often. So it's he's definitely playing well, uh, but uh, but we've got to keep it going. And you'll try to keep it going against the one and one Logansport Berries as you guys open up uh, NCC play. Uh, when you take a look at Mike Johnson's crew, uh, what do you guys checking? What, what do you guys see on film? Well, they got two really good running backs. Uh, one had a couple long runs against us last year. I think they ended up scoring twenty one against us last year. Uh, so we, we definitely got to watch for, for the the two running backs. Uh, defensively, they struggled a little bit in their first two games. Um, and even in their scrimmage. So in a perfect world, if we can uh, 
hold on to the ball, control the ball, and uh, and execute when we get down to the red zone. You know, hopefully we'll be okay. You know, I've asked uh, a lot of the coaches this this week because you're opening up NCC play. So, uh, what does that mean to you to go out there week one and try to send that message? I mean, do you feel like there's a little added emphasis here that you're trying to tell the rest of the NCC that hey? Uh, you know, we won a sectional last year. Uh, we're here to win this conference. Is there some added emphasis with us being the opener for that? Um, I, I don't know. I think, you know, you want to win every, every conference game. Obviously, you, you want to end up with the conference championship. Uh, right now, right now, I think everybody knows they're, they're kind of chasing Jeff at this point, uh, with, with the talent level they have going, going on there with their, uh, you know, excellent scheme and excellent coaches. They just, they got things rolling a little bit. So I think if anybody, if you, if anybody expects to, uh, to win the conference championship they better know they better come out and, and play and make you know mistake free you know you play mistake free football in, in each and every game so uh, it doesn't really matter who, who our opponent is this week if, if we play well we'll have a chance to win and and hopefully it's uh it's that way the rest of the year uh, throughout the conference i feel like you're being too humble on that avenue because you just got done telling me you got the top passing quarterback most touchdown uh, quarterback in uh, class 5a we would talk about all the speed you got out there you expect all this out of the offense I, no, I mean, I'm half joking about it because we, we talk about high powered offenses in the area like West Lafayette and like, uh, Jeff. Uh, but you know, you're very confident in yours and we talk about the speed and obviously, uh, this, uh, this stage is not too big for Tyler. I mean, as, as weird it might sound to some people, I mean, don't you kind of belong in this discussion now, you think? Uh, we'll find out when, when we get there. That's true. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it I will tell you that I, I'm I'm very high on my team. Um, you know, I, I, I like the kids that, that I'm coaching. Uh, you know, it's been six years. I've liked all my teams. I, I generally have really really good kids here, but but this group is 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 special. I mean, they're 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 just they're easy to coach. They work really hard. Um, you know, I, I think they're they're destined for uh, for for big things if we can stay healthy. And you know, right now we're we're playing without one of our running backs, Stevie Coughing, who, who's got a shoulder injury and. You know, we played without Jake Smith last week, and we were still able to to move the ball through the air. So, uh, you know, I I'm, I'm very optimistic, but I also realize that uh, to to win our conference, you got to go through. You know, obviously Lafayette, Jeff, Marion, you know, was number one in the state up until last week. You know, when we play McCutcheon, it's always going to be a, a a barn burner. So, uh, every game in this conference is tough. Kokomo, I mean, it, every game for us in this conference is tough. So we we just we we have to uh, we have to execute week by week. Coach Terry Peebles, your Harrison Raiders. Always a pleasure to talk to you, sir. Best of luck against Logansport. And uh, hopefully next week we'll be talking about you guys hosting Jeff as the 2-1-1 Harrison Raiders. Good luck, Coach. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Coach Peebles and company looking to build off of that W. They take on Logansport, who is 1-1 one one on the season. Heavy favorites are the Raiders in that one, according to the Sagarins. They have won uh, six of the last seven meetings together, including last year's 45-21 victory. Over the Berries. We now check in on the south side with Ken Frahiger, the McCutcheon Mavericks. A tough one last week, and the team that's still in search of its first win on the season. They'll have their hands full with Jeff. But let's go back to last week, Coach. And uh, you had it close there at the half. Uh, some uh, some good plays. Defenses making some turnovers. Uh, Mason Douglas with a nice long drive there early on. It just seems like they got you in the second half. You know, we, we went into the game knowing we had some some issues with the defense we were running. Um and West Lafayette found it and exploited it. So I mean, you know, heads up to them or kudos to them. And uh, like I say, we tried to try to take away a couple things, and, and and for the most part, did what we wanted to. Um, 
like I said, they, they, they did a great job finding out the, the weaknesses we had and, and exploiting those. I mean, you know, trying to take away the pass from them. I mean, Kyle Adams, the nation's leading passer after one right. week. I mean, right. seems like the smart thing to do, absolutely. I know, I know Spencer Blankman, though, uh, really did a good job for them on the ground. Last week you talked about uh, you wanted to see your uh, lines, both offensive and defensive, be a little more physical at the point of attack. Do you feel like you saw an improvement in that game last week? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. We've got we've got a long way to go before we want to be before we are where we want to be. But we, yeah, we were a little better. Um, you know, watching film on Saturday, there are certain there are so many times we could say this is better. We certain times we say this this is not good enough. So you know, we got just got to keep working. Like I said last week, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So we just got to keep working with the young kids and and uh, uh, trying to get them to play the way we want them to. Coach, it was a pretty impressive getting my first look at uh, Mason Douglas a- as a quarterback last week. Uh, just the athleticism that he shows that position is pretty darn impressive. A lot faster than I think people realize for a guy that's uh, probably over 200 pounds right now. Uh, the one thing I did seem to notice, Clayton noticed, was that uh, you know, he takes an awful lot of contact. Now, I know he's a linebacker, <laughs> you know, uh, but that's an awful lot of contact for somebody his position to, to take. So, uh, is there something you could do to help him get hit maybe a little bit less, or is that just a lost cause? <laughs> well, yeah, we, we we think the exact same thing, so we're on the same page with that. Yeah, we yeah we talk to him all the time about hey, you know, get down, take take first down, get down, step out of bounds, uh, and he'll get better. You got to remember this is this is his second time you know being back there, and uh, we also want him to look downfield a little more as he scrambles. I mean, there are guys open Saturday where he could have thrown the ball instead of taking off running, but. Uh, you know, he, he provides great leadership back there for a kid who's, who's really only done it two games, um, and, and that's only going to get better. You know, we we love the kid. I mean, he's he's doing a great job for us. Well, I mean, just looking at that uh, with the one drive you guys had, uh, you picked it off around like six seven yard line or so. You, you get the Kyle Adams int there. I mean, he'd lead you guys all the way down to uh, the promised land in the end zone. Right. I was very impressed by that. He certainly doesn't. Uh, the maturity level doesn't seem like he's a first year uh, quarterback. That's for sure. No, he, he. I mean, you know, he. Like I say, played last year as a linebacker, so he's used to the used to the game. He understands, you know, from from a, a defense standpoint, what people are trying to do, and you know, now he's on the other side of the ball. And and uh, uh, you know, like I say, we we just we just really think that he's going to continue to grow throughout the season, and you know, we're, we've been very impressed with him. He's been a very very good leader for us. Coach, uh, going through the running backs last week, it, it seemed like is it a little bit more of a running back by committee right now? I mean, you had Hughes, Stahl, Halsma all, all running the ball. Are you just looking for somebody to separate themselves? Is this just trying to get everybody the touches? What's going on with your running back situation well, right now? Well, that's a great question. We uh, Probably a little bit of both. Um, you know, we've got, you know, Danny, Danny's had an ankle. He, you know, he hurt that in the, in the scrimmage. Halsma's had a, uh, a, a knee and, and followed by an ankle. Um, you know, Stahl is, is a 200-pound is a sophomore. So uh, probably a, a little bit of both. I mean, yeah, you talk about running back by committee, but we've got to get our kids healthy. So you know, we, we won't see Halsema and, and Danny back in there until they're completely healthy, um, which, again, puts us in a little bit of a bind because, you know, we are a little weaker back there. Um, but, you know, we, we think the guys coming are going to get more carries. And, you know, again, we've got to get to the point where uh, when people know we're going to run, we can still line up and, and, and get two yards. That's when we know we're, we're where we need to be, and we're not there yet. Coach, uh, when you look at this uh, West Lafayette team, it's uh, you know they're pretty balanced, but man, they really do have a good running game, uh, a very capable quarterback. Uh, you know, when I mean, last week obviously we we're looking at trying to stop the pass. Uh, this week, I think right. you have to focus a little bit more on the balance. Like that, w- what kind of right. problems does that West Lafayette offense present to the Mavericks' young defense? 
Oh, I mean, uh, tons of problems. I mean, if, you know, like I say, like you, you hit the nail on the head. They they can run the ball and, and throw the ball. I think they're forty eight and fifty two percent, you know, run pass. I mean, they're they're very balanced. You know, again, they've got a two hundred pound quarterback, um, and they've got a running back who's a three year starter, uh, and their offensive line is very very good. So, yeah, we're we're gonna go back to just playing defense and not trying to stop a certain thing. We just got to we just got to, uh, uh, like I say, get better to things we want to do on defense and and. Uh, uh, play hard again. That's that's the thing we keep talking about. We just we just got to get to the point where we're playing the way we want them to play, and uh, you know we take strides in that. Then we take a step back. So uh, we won't stop till we get them there. We want to be able to run the ball when we need to, and then again, like I say, when when things break down a little bit, we we still got to continue to look downfield so we don't have to run the ball. Every, you know, quarterback doesn't have to run the ball every time. He's very capable, uh, but like you said, we 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 can't afford to have him get hit 15 times a game. Um, you know, he's fine with that. But you know we talk. You know we talk about over over the course of the year. That, that's a big beating, and we we got to keep him fresh because, like I say, he, he's going to do a good job for us later in the year. You know, even though they're young, they feel like they can do that, and that's I guess that's why they say youth is wasted on the young, right? Because us old guys know better. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. So, like I say, we got a bunch of young kids, and and like I say we, we say we got great kids. We got great kids. So we've got to stay on them and get them get them to play the way we want them to, and uh, and we will. And and they understand that. I mean, you know, the film doesn't lie. You say, Are you, Coach, I really did that. Mm, no, no, you really didn't watch this. So, I mean, we, we've had good sessions here last Saturdays, a couple last couple Saturdays, and, uh, uh, you know, like I say, we'll keep working. We'll get where we need to be. Coach, I know uh, you probably just like uh, every other NCC team, the, the goals at the beginning of the season is to win the conference. Here you guys have uh, your opener in conference play against the uh, defending champions. So how important is it for you guys to kind of come out and maybe uh, win this game and set a tone to the rest of the conference and say, hey, the Mavericks are here to win this thing this year? Well, it, it, it's huge. And it, you know, if we win Friday night, then we control our own destiny. If we lose Friday night, then we have to have help from someone. And uh, you know we talk about all the time how that that's a big deal. We we want we want to be in control of our own destiny, and uh, uh, when Friday night does that for us. Coach Ken Frahiger of the McCutcheon Mavericks taking on the uh, Jeff Broncos this week. Hey, buddy, we always appreciate you being on the show. I always appreciate your time, and you, you always give us great insight. So thank you so much. Hey, I appreciate. It. Thanks, sir. Thanks, Coach Frahiger. Uh, don't forget, you can hear the McCutcheon Mavericks take on the Jeff Broncos on Friday night. A couple ways to do it. You can listen to 98.7 WASK on your radios. You got the family out of town? Tell them to listen to the kids by going and downloading the 98.7 WASK mobile app. That's free in the App Store. You can stream the game there. Of course, if you have Alexa-enabled devices, you can tell Alexa to enable the uh, WASK skill, and that will get the game there for you. So however grandma and grandpa down in Florida want to listen to it, uh, or wherever the rest of the family's at, uh, they can tune in. Speaking of the Jeff Broncos, they are rolling. They are 2-0. and oh. They come back with a win over Lawrence Central down in Indianapolis. And uh, they are looking to defend that NCC title on Friday night against the Mavericks. Coach, first and foremost, congratulations on that win. We were kind of keeping an eye on as best we can up in the booth over at Westside. And, uh, boy, it just seemed like a real epic battle. Kind of walk us through it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, you know, I think we punted six times and, and didn't finish the job on a few possessions and had some things there, just didn't connect. Uh, but that's a testament to, uh, to LC and their defense and their program. And, you know, we, we, uh, we got a lot of things to fix. We're happy to be 2 and 0, but my goodness, you cut up the tape and you start looking at, uh, you know, execution and, uh, we got a lot of things to, to get fixed in a hurry. Do you feel like uh, you saw some improvement in some areas from week one to week two that you thought maybe your team was lacking? Um, 
Yes, uh, and, and maybe a regression in, in a few other areas. So, uh, you know, I, I, I do think that, um, you know, we, we've played two very good football teams mm-hmm. and um, two teams that have, that have really, you know, kind of a, a heavyweight fight, and our kids have stood tall and stayed in there and, and, and kept fighting and kept swinging. And, and uh, to our kids' credit, man, it, it's a gritty group. It's a group that, uh, that never laid down, never quit, and they had opportunities to – to kind of cash it in in both games, and they didn't. So we're happy to be 2-0, and but my goodness, there are plenty of things that need to be fixed, like I said. Well, I'll tell you this, looking back at the box court, of course, we were trying to watch a little bit of it on the computer as we were going along, too. Uh, it does seem like you guys are pretty well-balanced offensively this year. Does that make you a much more dangerous team? Well, I don't know. Um, you know, again, we, we always just try to take what the defense gives us and, and, and try to survey the landscape and get it to our cats, where, you know, where the defense is. And I know that sounds uh, simpler than what it is, but, you know, that, that's really just how we, how we try to game plan and, and what we try to do. So, um, you know, we've, we've played two very good defenses that, that uh, really try to limit what you can do. And, you know, fortunately, our, our quarterback has got it to the right guys in the right situations. I'm sure you laid down some challenges to players last week going into that game against Lawrence Central. So, uh, can you give me one or two guys that stepped up big for you last week? Well, uh, you know, Marquise Munoz ran hard second week in a row. Uh, you know, it was a, you know, you're going against a big defense and, and, uh, you know, they hit you. They get after you and they, and they really try to commit to running the ball. So for him to have the production that he did is a testament to, to how hard he ran, especially from the second quarter on. Um, and again, once again, our, our young offensive line really kind of stepped up, and, and, and I thought, for the most part, um, did did a decent job. Again, they've got a long ways to go. Um, you know, I don't think we were quite as physical or played quite as hard as we did week one. Um, but again, I, I think our offensive line and and, uh, and Marquise Munoz did well. And I'll give a shout out to our kicker, uh, Elias Marquez. He, he stepped up and hit a big game winner uh, late and did a good job. He's really doing a great job on kickoff. Uh, the issue isn't him on kickoff, it's our coverage on kickoff. Uh, we've got to get guys that want to be on there and want to fly down and make a tackle and make a stick. Um, so, so you know, Elias has is, is, is had two really good weeks for us. And defensively, you know, John L. King, he's playing a new position and uh, playing corner, and, and he got beat deep a couple times but never once hung his head, just kind of hung in there and, and uh, ended up making a pick late to help seal the game. Let's talk about this matchup with the uh, McCutcheon Mavericks as you guys get ready to kick off uh, conference play. Uh, we had the chance to watch him last week. Uh, Mason Douglas, uh, the lefty, has been fantastic for them at quarterback. Very physical kind of guy. Um, is that the same stuff that you're seeing on the tape? And how do you stop? Uh, how do you slow down a uh, a quarterback like that? Well, we're over two on on slowing down athletic quarterbacks, and and Mason's definitely a different style. Uh, maybe you know every bit as athletic. I would say is the. the quarterbacks that we've seen week one and week two and not taking any way anything away from those guys but you know he, he's about 200 looks about 210 pounds on film and he'll lay the hammer down so it's uh you know another athletic quarterback but definitely adds a physical component to it that we haven't you know maybe seen uh week one and week two so yeah we've got our hands full obviously big big physical offensive line they like to try to milk the clock and limit our possessions and uh, you know hopefully we can Hopefully we can limit, uh, I guess, his damage. I don't know if you can completely eliminate it because the kid's a player and, and uh, they really kind of center their offense around him. He's a special kid. On the other side of the ball, uh, that McCutcheon defense did a pretty good job again last week of forcing red zone turnovers. So 
you yep. got to feel like that uh, finishing off these drives is really going to be a premium for you guys. You also mentioned the fact that they like to limit possessions with uh, that time of possession to eat up the clock. So uh, is uh, is that one of the messages to uh, your troops this week is you guys got to really work on finishing those drives and not turning the ball over in the red zone? Well, that's a message every week, no doubt. And, and it's definitely shown up on tape the last two weeks for them and then that they're taking it away at some critical points. Um, and, and, I mean, right there, I mean, it's 12-10 with two minutes to go right before halftime because um, they, they, you know, they forced two turnovers, uh, two west side turnovers early on. So, you know, that, it's a, you know, Coach Frohiger's defense is going to play hard. They're going to be sound in everything they do. They're going to get to the football. And they're going to arrive with an attitude. So, you know, we got to make sure we're, we're worried on, you know, just about trying to block them and, and take care of the football. And that's every game. Uh, but especially in the red zone, you don't want to give them the ball. So, um, you know, Coach, again, it's, it's another great uh, McCutcheon defense. Coach Frohiger just does a tremendous job and, and getting guys. And, you know, I know they graduated a lot, but my goodness, have they reloaded. They've got cats everywhere on defense. You know, when uh, you guys come up with your team goals for the year, I'm sure uh, defending that NCC title is uh, probably right up there towards the top of the list. This is your first chance to uh, go in and do that. So how important is it for you guys to set that tone to the rest of the conference early that uh, you guys aren't taking a step back, you're taking a step forward? Well, uh, again, you know, we're really kind of focused on ourselves and just trying to become better at at executing us. you know, it's a big game. It's a rivalry game, and it's the first NCC game. And obviously, I know that's our goal. I'm sure it's Ken's goal, and I'm sure it's Terry's goal. Everybody wants to win the conference, so you know, we we got to make sure that we're getting better at at who we are and what we do, or else we're going to be starting 0 and 1 in the conference. Pat Chanley on the Wings Etc. Hammerhead Hotline with us. They will host the McCutcheon Mavericks, a game which you can hear uh, starting at 6.30 with the pregame show on 98.7 WASK. Myself, Clayton Duffy, will be calling that. And uh, we look forward to seeing you out there, Coach. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks a lot. Once again, appreciate all you do. Go Broncos. Thanks, Coach. Again, you can hear that game on 98.7 WASK on Friday night with the pregame starting at 6.30. The kickoff is at 7 o'clock. Download the WASK mobile app. It's free in the app store for your Apple and Android devices. If you got an Alexa-enabled device, just tell Alexa, enable WASK skill, and uh, you can listen to that game. That does it for the Hammer High School Sports Podcast for this week. Uh, make sure if you've got a coach or athlete that you want to hear us talk to, uh, drop us a comment, or you can always... Uh, uh, check me out on Twitter at Jared on 1017. Let us know who you want to hear, and we'll catch you next week.